All right, welcome to a, uh, a special edition of the Ill-Mannered Podcast, uh, what I'd like to call the all-Southside edition yes, of, of, of the Ill-Mannered Podcast. Um, you will notice that one, one person's voice will be noticeably absent today. Uh, I am Damien. Hopefully you know this by now. Not joining me today is Mr. Remix. Old ass Remix. He had a cane last time I saw him. Yes, and that was like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, he uh, something happened to him, and he he mysteriously threw his back out. So he uh, he showed up at the uh, the Avengers premiere with a cane and a and, so and, what, a, and what, a pimp strut. Why is it that he can go to the movies with a thrown out back, but can't record a podcast with a thrown out back? Mm. I think that's something that you have to ask him. <laughs> you have to ask him. I'm questioning his level of commitment <laughs> to the podcast. To the podcast. I, I, you know what? I need you to question him about that. I need you to question him about that. Mm-hmm. But he was in considerable pain. Considerable pain. I mean, he was, he was, he was struggling with it. Not too much pain to watch Avengers. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> you'd, already, you'd, already, you'd, you'd already paid for it. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's a choice. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it was. Paying that 3D money. Right. Yeah, oh. you got to, you got to show up. But yeah, it was, uh, so anyway, joining me today, if you wanted to introduce yourselves. What's up, y'all? It's Isaac, uh, a.k.a. The Dreaded Photo. A.k.a. Really? Black Jesus. A.k.a. Black Jesus. Yeah. Wow. All that. All, All that. that. I didn't know I was doing a podcast with Black Jesus. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a pleasure to meet you again, this time as yeah. Black Jesus. <laughs> You've been blessed. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. This is a uh, Hash Brown, aka Jedi Master. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, from uh, from the Houston Elite MCs. Yeah, Houston, one, Texas. One tenth of them. One ten percent, baby. He's a ten percenter. I'm a ten percenter, man. Yeah. Oh, deeper than Wu Tang. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Wu Tang. Well, well, the, the, the immediate Wu Tang. They're man. they're they're endless. They got the B team and the JV roster. Yeah. <laughs> they're ex- extended family. Yeah, they're, they're no no uh, Shabazz, the last disciples of your crew <laughs> or whatever. Fourth disciple. Yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna do what we can to to make this entertaining for you. Uh, we got a lot on the plate today. Actually, I'm assuming that we do. We never plan these out, so we just kind of make up shit as we go along. Um, first of all, I want to, on behalf of Remix as well, thank our only sponsor, Mega DJ Center. Shout out to Mega DJ. Yeah, they got all the good stuff. Uh, they've, they've graced us with a lot of this nice gear in here, uh, including a vacuum cleaner. Oh, wow. Yes, right. and if you look down where your feet are resting, that little rug there, yeah, also donated by oh, Mega DJ Center. Okay, and they a also... rug and a vacuum to vacuum the rug with. Exactly, <laughs> goes hand in hand. Man, you can't have a <laughs> vacuum without a rug. So there you go. And of course, a lot of this equipment here comes courtesy of them. So we're <coughs> eternally grateful. It's looking nice. Yeah, the the whiteboard's all for me. I, I brought that here. That's my contribution. Mm-hmm. To it, uh, just write some shit down. And just, right. just write some shit down so that we can justify having it in here. But yeah, so no goofing off on the couch. It says in big red letters. Very important. Very important. Very important. And I mean, if you knew the origins of this couch, you would not want to goof off on it. Anyway. <laughs> is, that, is that why the sheets on there? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that, it's like a several it's for, sheets. It's, it's for our protection as it's, well as the couch's protection. It's, it's for your protection. <laughs> Another interesting note about this room: the lights never go off. 
Ever. Oh. Ever. Isaac, I would like you to walk over here by the door. Huh? You see just below the Shady Records plaque that yeah. does not have our name on it? Yeah. You'll see a light switch under there. I want you to flick that light switch off. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still... The lights stay on. There should be. There shall be lights. Twenty-four seven. Forever. Can, can I ask about the 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 shady records plaque that we're looking you, at here? You cannot. Next, you cannot. Next, to the, next to the light switch. You cannot. It doesn't matter whose name is on it. What matters is that we have plaques in here. This uh, big L plaque. That I that I can understand. That's he, a really dope. He went gold. Yeah. It also does not have our name on it. Doesn't matter. That's a cool this, this piece would of... not be the first studio I've, I've ever been to that has plaques on the wall that has nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we run it. We run a tight ship here. I like it. I like what y'all have done with the place. It's fun. It's a nice escape. Yeah. We I are the we are the only studio in the entire place with a blue door. Ooh. Everybody else has a real door. Mm. But we're working on that. We're working on it. So we're getting there, man. Nice. So. uh what do you guys want to talk about today? Any burning issues that you want to, that you want to talk about? I know what y'all want to talk about, but that's the one thing that we can't talk about at length. We'll, we'll get there in a minute. I'll, I'll let you step outside for a moment when <laughs> we right, talk about yeah, that. All right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's all good, man. It's all good. I've uh, I've I've been avoiding like political discussions all week. Man, yeah. it's the week to avoid those. Yeah, it it's uh, political and. Sociological discussions and all that mm-hmm. shit, man. Like, actually, I've been avoiding for like the last six months. Yeah, it's I've, kind of painful, man. I've, I've done a lot of a lot of uh, angry Facebook posting. Mm. What I've I've done. Granted, I'm not out in the streets. But, you're in the, but I'm you're in the net. I'm in the net. I'm in the the net streets. Well, that's what counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Out. I'm doing doing my part when I hit that share button. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I, yeah, this is how I feel. I feel strongly about this. I'm not out in those streets, but I'm I'm in those streets in my heart. I guess so you're a you know keyboard I mean? revolutionary. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? The revolution has to start somewhere. Like you hit that share button with your fist. You know what I'm saying? My mm. whole fist. Upright. <laughs> upright. I hold the keyboard above. You punch this, it. In the uppercut motion. Yes. Unfortunately, that's what. Unfortunately, I've had some interesting conversations, and I try to to stay away from them. Oh. I just, yeah, man. I have what, a, what have people been saying? I've had a conversation about uh, just you know where where is all this emotion coming from? You know, these are the questions, and and my my big rule is like if you're open to listen, then I'm I'm able to talk. You yeah. Know? So. I can tell a person not really gonna be receptive to what I have to say, then it's like let's not even go. Oh, extra time. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, most conversations are just people who are just waiting for their turn to talk. Yeah. And not necessarily not trying to listen. Listening. Exactly. Right. But um, yeah, it was, it's interesting perspectives, you know, with a uh, a pair of uh, Caucasian ladies, mm. and we got on the subject of Baltimore and what's going on there, and and uh, they didn't understand the rioting and anger and stuff like that so I kind of had to remind them that it's historical and some of the some of the conditions of Baltimore have been there with or without this this tragedy or whatever you want to call it a lot of the conditions yeah <laughs> um, but it just brought up you know it was a healthy conversation one of them felt uneasy when I was kind of getting into my mode about you know you can't really tell someone how they're supposed to feel if you haven't had that 
perspective, right. that experience. And that's the one thing that gets lost is like, you can pass judgment all you want, but until you've actually felt what some of those people are feeling, uh, then you can't really speak on it. Now there are a couple of idiots out there just yeah. looting. Quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them not even black. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's go ahead and remind ourselves of that. I've seen pictures of people on the internet walking out of the store with bottles of liquors in their hand. Not of the darker skin tones. Yeah. yeah. So there are a lot of opportunists out there. And in the media, I think yeah. the one of the biggest thing is that the media is just not a source for anything. They they are they are an incendiary source. I mean, all all the media does, uh, their role in this whole thing is just just adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. Of anything, you know, I, the the point that bothers me the most about the media is most of them take on this fake air of. We're just broadcasting this because we're trying to understand it as much as you are. Uh, people are doing this and they're doing that, and we just uh, we're just we're just like you. We're just trying to figure out where is this coming from, and it's just around the clock, and it's just it's very fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my whole thing is, where is this curiosity that you portray when there's no riot going on? Yeah. Where is this 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 media curiosity? when small injustices are being, you know, done every day. Yeah. When, you know, if, if you were the media and you really wanted to get down to the root of an issue, you know, you would you would look at a statistic that says in some areas in the city of Baltimore, the unemployment rate is 52%. That's crazy. As a journalist, you would want to find out why... why <laughs> Is it that over half of the employable adults in an American city are not working? Yeah. And you know, I, I want you to I want you to either tell me, are they lazy? Are there no opportunities there? Are they intentionally being shut out? Mm-hmm. Find that out. Yeah. Find that out when people aren't throwing trash cans through windows. <laughs> that's that's the kind of shit that gets me. Like, oh, it's it's not really newsworthy until until someone does something. Until, until you see the cops come out. Right. And the cop, man. Oh, these cops, man. In these, I mean, hell, it looked like it was an Avengers scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, armored trucks and assault rifles and riot gear. It's like, is this the police or is this like, no, we, we live, where are we at? We live in an increasingly militarized society. Yeah. And, you know, it's it, it would be naive for us to even believe for a second that, you know, cops are going to go back to flashlights and, and nightsticks. Yeah. You know, walking around the neighborhoods. I'm like, look here, see? <laughs> well, <laughs> shit like that. I think what it was is, like, we went and we went overseas and we fought all these wars, right? And mm-hmm. we had all of this stuff, all these tanks, all these armored vehicles, all these assault rifles, all these military toys, right? And we've been slowly pulling out of the Middle East, and we still have all this hardware. What do we do with it? Well, just give it to the police. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and for, for whatever reason, that was the solution. And the police did not go through years of military training to learn how to use this stuff. No. They were just handed, and, you know, they... It's an intimidation factor. It is. That's the thing. Um, You know, 
and this conversation carried over to I went to the barber shop, and I mean, I mean, grown men. I mean, they're yelling. Just I mean, it's all it's all black dudes, but it's just like no one's listen. We don't even listen to each other. Yeah, you know, and it was just really frustrating. You know, someone got called Uncle Tom just based on their belief. It was just like, oh, just realize that there's a reason for it, and the the situation at hand has caused people to be, either be angry or do peaceful protests. Right. And he was like, man, those people out there, they're they're you know they're willing to die for for what's going on. I said, are they really willing to die? over what happened or they're willing to die because of their stupid actions as a reaction to what happened. Like, right. I don't, I was like I don't think those people are ready to die, man. Well, they the thing is they they the the media never wants to the, the media never wants to speculate on why somebody's doing something. Yeah. All they're doing is they're looking at something and they're trying to describe it and and react to it and draw a reaction. Yeah. So it's it's boring for them to to talk about a bunch of people standing in line holding signs. Yeah. and chanting. But it's exciting for them to watch some shit get lit on fire. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, why are they doing this? Why are they destroying their own neighborhoods? Oh, they're destroying CVS. It's not their yeah. own neighborhood. It's fucking CVS who has that shit insured. True. But, you know, like I said, my, my whole thing is no matter what side of, of the coin that you're on, I, I believe everything goes back to trying to figure out why things get to a certain point let me actually back up for a second it's kind of funny when people when people try to condemn rioters when you know if you look at you know a couple of years ago when the people of egypt mm-hmm. fucking rioted and overthrew the government right. yeah the people walked in the streets hundreds of thousands of people took to the streets and literally overthrew the government did we characterize them as thugs? Nope. Did we go? Absolutely not. I can't understand why they would do that. Yeah. Why they would destroy their own city. Why they would do that kind of shit. They were probably in support of, exactly. of what was going or, on. Or not, even if they didn't support it, they knew. They were saying they've had enough of the status quo of the government and they decided to make a change. And this is what the people did. They took yeah. to the streets. Yep. Now imagine... If motherfuckers here were sick of the way that Congress works and they went to Capitol Hill and they just started fucking up Capitol Hill, (laughs) they would all be criminals. Mind you, they work for us. Yeah. So if they don't do what the the will of the people dictates, we have every right to remove them from office. Exactly. If you don't do your job at your job, you get fired. Yeah. And if you don't want to leave, we'll have somebody walk you out. <laughs> so if we want to fire your bitch ass from Capitol Hill and you don't want to leave, we should be able to we'll do carry, We should be we able to walk so. you out. We'll carry you out. But the hypocrisy is if 100,000 Americans went to Capitol Hill to say, you know what, we need all you motherfuckers to get out, they would all be shot on sight. Because that's, quote unquote, not democracy. But that's the ultimate show of democracy. Yeah. That is the will of the people. That, that, so, was, that was one thing. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. That was one thing I, I tried to it, to relate to the people I was talking to. I was like, you know, you really... My frustration comes in is when you don't acknowledge the terms and conditions of which we are here. You know, right. Everybody, uh, everyone's an immigrant in some form or fashion in yes. this country. Uh, except for natives, um, so 
when you don't acknowledge certain things as factors as to why you may be upset or why things may be the way they are, it just kind of undermines people's frustration. So I was telling that to the white lady I was talking about. I was like, look, you have to, she's like, but when are y'all going to get over it? It's not something to get over, but we have to acknowledge that it was fucked up and it was wrong and that those things that happened maybe 100 years ago, 200 years ago, not even maybe 40 years ago, still dictates or influences how things are right now. And it's 2015, and it looks like it's 1968 again. To the, well, it, it's, it's very convenient for her to even, to even have it fixed in her mind that there's something for us to get over, so to speak. Uh, here, here's an example that I've used before, and this will shut a lot of people the fuck up. Imagine you're an African American coming home from World War II. You just fought, you know, you just fought for your country. You got your leg blown off or whatever the fuck in World War II. You know, you, you're treated as an equal on the field of battle because they'll let your ass take a bullet. Mm-hmm. You come home. Uh, you live in New York. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of the soldiers in your company are moving to this nice new little suburb called Long Island, New York. You know, it's it's away from the big city. You get your own house with a picket fence and all this shit. So you all your buddies from Company B are are going to Long Beach. I mean, not Long Beach, uh, Long Island. And you get there, and the mortgage officer tells you, "Hmm, uh, actually, we cannot let you live here." Okay, why? Uh, because you're black. Tells you to your face, we cannot let we we will not we cannot allow Negroes to live in this neighborhood uh, because we're trying to stop the spread of communicable diseases and we don't want the property values to go down. Have you tried Harlem? <laughs> yes. So we're going to send you over to Harlem. This is the area that we have that's designated for for you Negroes. Hmm. Okay. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just I got my leg blown off for you motherfuckers, but now you're telling me. I'm not good enough to live here to live in the same because I am going to bring your property values down just by what I am. All right, cool. I'm going to go to Harlem. I go to Harlem, and now you motherfuckers on Long Island are coming at me, calling me all kinds of shit, simply because I live amongst a group of black people living in Harlem. You, You intentionally redistrict everything and reroute funding and any type of political resources to our detriment. It's actually your policy to do shit against us because we are not recognized legally as full citizens of the United States. All right? And we get mad about it. And we tell you, look, motherfucker, I got my leg blown off of you, but you still don't even consider me one of you. Yeah. Well, why why don't you just... you, You have your own place. Why don't you just get over it? But then motherfuckers start saying shit like, I don't think, I don't think, uh, see, that they now they have this whole sense of entitlement about them. They want to be treated differently. No, that's not the problem, bitch. We want to be treated the same. Yeah. So this whole sense of entitlement that you're talking about is the exact same shit that you have. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You get there. Bitch, I got my leg blown off of your bitch ass. <laughs> You tell me I can't live there because of some bullshit policy. Ain't no bootstraps, bitch. Right. And then you move me to this shit, and then you intentionally funnel resources out of it because you don't want us to have that shit. So then what happens, what happens is down the line, 
after 20 or 30 years of this shit, my neighborhood is going to shit. You drive by my neighborhood, and you turn your nose up at me like, look at these fucking animals. But then you know Boy, what happens? Then, and then a few years later, they're like, man, this is closer to the city. Let's go, back, let's go back in exactly. this motherfucker and build it up. And now it's unaffordable to your, your you know, low-cost jobs, low-cost way of living. And now you're either forced to sell or move out. It's just, it's like somebody has to own the wrong shit that you do. And, and right. I, that's what it boils down to. No, just, I, they don't have to own it. You just have to get over it. it exactly. You just have that's to what get they over it. They wanted to get over something they, that you, no one wants to be accountable for. Also, funny thing, I actually live in New York now. Mm-hmm. Harlem is full of white people. They came and took Harlem back. By the way, there's a Whole Foods in Harlem. I don't know if y'all knew that. I've heard. There's a Whole Foods in Harlem. White people walk around after dark, which, you know, 30 years ago, it would have been unheard of, right? Harlem now. After all of that, like after that, you know, y'all, y'all go live in Harlem. They ended up coming back for it. Yeah, and and now rent prices are going up in Harlem, and it's getting harder. It's happening. For in, it's happening in every single city. To live in Harlem it's here. It's happening but, right, right here. Yeah. But, but the thing is, when you look at a place like Baltimore, where that that divide is even greater, yeah. I I think it's just it's just so short sighted and and hypocritical for people to just look at a situation like that and just say, why don't they get over it? Because just because you. If if you've been if you've been beating the fuck out of somebody for fifty years to the point where they can't fucking walk and they're crippled, and then all of a sudden you say you know what it's illegal for me to beat this motherfucker and you walk away, are they immediately supposed to just stand up and you're like well we stopped beating you that's what you wanted so uh, <laughs> get up and so what are you complaining walk. about now? Yeah, I don't know motherfucker you beat my fucking legs off and I can't walk yet so. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening in, in in this fucking country, is that people are willfully denying the reasons why people are in this situation now. And it's not as simple as, well, you got your rights, we made it, you know, we we made slavery legal, so, I mean... And that, that in and of itself blows my mind, it's like, we still live in a country where you have to have rights to be a person. Like, yeah. that's bullshit. Right. Yeah, rights, you know. You, well, well, we didn't let you vote, but now you can vote. Why is that even a rule? Like, why can't everybody vote? Like, why, why, he had, <laughs> like, y'all fucked up and y'all kept making amendments and changes to, like, okay, we messed up, but I guess this seems fair. It's like, that's a fucked up place to live. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but it's just fucked up. Just when you think about this shit, like, voting rights, hmm, they expire at some point. Yeah. You know? Like, you don't, you don't, why, you're why? not born with an inalienable right. You have to have documentation for that shit. Okay. You have to register for it. Yeah. You know what? Slave, slavery, they say, is, is over, but the prison system is That's out of fucking world. control. Well, you know what I read the other day? Prisoners now, it used to be like prisoners were breaking rocks, stamping license plates. Prisoners now are making artisanal cheeses. Yes, I saw that. What the fuck? Artisanal cheeses, Artisanal cheeses are being made by prison inmates for mm-hmm. 60 cents an hour or yes. whatever the fuck they make. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Like, I was telling the brothers, I was like, yo, so all this yelling, all this debate, what are you going to do about it? The first, it was, it was like so perfect. The first person was like, I ain't going to do shit. Okay, then, man. <laughs> <laughs> shut, 
<laughs> it shut the entire fuck up. I was like, just shut up. But you know, man. that's that's one reason why I've stayed quiet about a lot of shit. And I, and, I, and I'll be honest, I'm I am that person that I have a problem with a lot of shit that I see. But sometimes I just I honestly feel powerless. Right. Like I honestly, or I honestly just don't know what I can do individually to change shit. Yeah. Because one thing that, and I and I'll speak on on the black community is that a lot of us aren't active enough, just even in like municipal or state government, or or even just being aware of policies and shit that are happening to affect it. Like you you actually have to get in at the atomic level of this shit in order to change it but a lot of us don't get involved until somebody dies you know what we really need to do hmm? stop paying taxes well <laughs> I don't know if, if we were to all stop paying taxes that's gonna get a whole lot of attention yeah and but that could also you, that could you also backfire, backfire. You, 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 because, fuck, you fuck with their money the but, but here's here's what happens if you stop paying taxes as well I mean it's cool because it'll send a message but then that'll also open up the door for privatizing everything so if we stop paying taxes and the cops aren't getting paid through our taxes guess who gets the cops the rich people they'll just pay them off and say oh we, we privatized the whole thing now they work for us you motherfuckers don't get police we got them so that's the one dangerous part about which is walking away from yeah, paying taxes okay. is they'll privatize everything. Fair enough. It's there's there's not a clear cut solution. It's like, and what, what do we do? I, if, I I do have the belief that one of two things will happen, or maybe both. I I do believe that as the world is becoming smaller and smaller, that there will be more transparency. Just like just like we're able to see now a lot of shit that's happening that we wouldn't have seen. Even five years ago, right? So everybody's know. got a phone or a camera on their phone, right? right? Shit like that we would not have seen because the world is getting smaller. So there will be more transparency, and at some point, something will have to be done about it. That's option one. Option two is something will happen that will finally tip this motherfucker over, and it it ends in blood for a lot of people. I'm not wanting this to happen, but if if first. You know, let's say for the sake of argument, a white woman were to be gunned down by the police. It won't be reported in the middle of the day. It's not and that, that was the other thing too. There's a you lot of think? there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are that are killed and and, and, and brutalized and, and mistreated by police. Not just not just a black skin yeah. color. It's right. a, a lot of people lot are. Of people. So that makes that has to that has to factor in at some point. Okay, so the media. Why don't you hear about those stories? Right, because. Because that would take away, because if you if you if you make it a more equitable story, then it becomes a police it's brutality like story. I, I told them I was like I think the media wants it to be black and white. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It, want, that's that's the, if you make it a if you make it a police brutality issue, there there's more accountability. If you make it literally black versus white. There's really no way to make it accountable. All you do is just have people accuse it. It's the fight of the century that never ends. Yeah. But but it doesn't need it doesn't need media attention. So what's all that we're seeing? And it's it's not just the media. I feel like we live in a time where the internet has made the world such a small place mm-hmm. that anyone can have a voice, right? So if I've got a video and I put it on the internet, it goes viral. It's it doesn't need I don't need the media's attention. It's gonna it's gonna spiral out of control. And what we keep seeing time and time again, more so 
uh, as of late is these homemade videos. Mm -hmm. They're basically snuff films of cops murdering black I mean, males. I've seen some crazy shit on Facebook. I have, like, I have I don't want to see this shit no more. I don't, I don't really? either. I don't either. And I, I feel like us, I feel like us seeing black males get shot is more and more common, almost to the point where people are just like, oh, fuck, another one today. Like, but what we're not seeing, I feel like people... I, I think, I think the key, and I'll speak specifically on police brutality. Well, one point I want to make first is that I honestly believe, because cops are people, I honestly believe that there are more good cops than bad cops. Sure. It's just that, unfortunately, the bad, bad cops, cops... Steal the spotlight. Well, not only that, but the consequences of running into a bad cop is, is obviously a lot worse than running into, into a good cop. But I don't think people are going to take the overall issue of police brutality seriously until... Everybody gets mad about it, and not just black people. Right. Which is why, yeah. you know, I, 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 I'm glad that there are people who go, well, what about, what about the white guys that get killed by the cops? You know what? Why don't y'all get mad about that shit yeah. as well? Why don't y'all get as outraged about it as we do when we see it? Because it's a, if you're saying that more y'all are getting killed than us, you should be even more pissed than us. Right. But if, if you just, if you're fine with that, you're just complacent. And he's just like, well, that's just the, what the cops that do. Was, that was one thing I liked that Obama said, and, and you know, I'm very, I'm critical of, of all leadership. But he was like, you know, when people start looking at these kids as our kids, yeah, not just, oh, that's just, you know, that's their them. kids, that's, that's their them. kids. You know, if, if it's more inclusive, and one of the lady I was talking to, she was like, well. You know, I'm of Polish descent, and people don't care about that. That people, you know, I when I'm filling out a job app, I I select white. My my nationality is not represented. And she was genuinely upset about it. And I was like, huh, that's that's a, that's a different perspective. But I was like, you have to think about why do you have to self-identify in this country? Yes, there's a reason why. There's a reason why they lump you all together as white. You might be German, but they don't care about that. They want to know, okay, you're white, but. Who are these other motherfuckers? Okay, you gotta tell me what you what you are, and I don't like that. You know, I don't. I think they should get rid of that. Those categories are created to to instill the concept of majority and minority. Yeah, yeah. And separation. And, and I and I actually asked someone this uh, a few years back, a, a political scientist. This a few years back. Why do we? Why do we even use the terms? <coughs> majority and minority when, when referring to people's races just in everyday conversation why why is it if, if, if you walk into a room full of black people why do you say oh there's a bunch of minorities in here because the term majority and minority is is used to instill a sense of if x number of people were were were, were expected to make a decision about something we assume that they would most likely make that decision based on their ethnicity. Or that's what you're trying to drive people into thinking. So in, in creating these terms, majority and minority, you're assuming that everyone of the same ethnicity and makeup is going to think the same way about shit. There's no practical reason for you to even, to you even refer to anyone as a minority unless you're using it in a numerical from a numerical perspective. Yes. There's no reason. 
like in this room, Black Jesus is in the minority because he has dreadlocks. Boom. You know, beautiful flowing dreadlocks. <laughs> All right. Hash and I are in the minority. The majority. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know, but that's only because that's a numerical representation. But if someone were to walk in this room and see the three of us together, they would refer to us as minorities because that's how it's been drilled that's into right. our heads. There's, there's, there's power, there's power in words too. There's, there's power in, yeah. in minor and in, in, in the term black. And it's it's, yeah. it's I mean it's written. It was written. It's all there. That it's just it's funny how shit works. Yeah. Well, you know, this has gotten a little heavy. Yeah, it did. Um I think this is a good time to take a quick little break. All right. And uh, when we come back, we're... I need a drink. You've been drinking. Oh, you're uh, already done with you. You're going to kill that neck, Oh, you bro. need a drink, Drake. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get... Uh, we're Killing necklace. We're going to find some drink for Black Moses and then uh, Black Jesus. <laughs> and then I uh, will be right back. I'm going to just Google, is Tony Sip Black? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. I, sometimes I... I just have to know. I'm scared to Google the word black sometimes because I, I feel like I'm just going to stumble in somebody's comment section. <laughs> thoroughly upset. I just, I stay away from comment sections. <laughs> hey, uh, Isaac, what you doing right now, man? I'm Googling this Tony Sit Black. Hey, why don't you, uh, why don't you step outside for a minute? Uh, it's that time. About, it's about, that time about, of the night. Okay. Only, only about five minutes right, or so. y'all, y'all do what y'all got to do. If you, if you I'm get, gonna go play Marvel Champions outside. As we just okay. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll text you right. when it's over. All right, cool. We'll be. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Ooh, let's get into this. So we we just uh, about an hour or so ago we just got back from watching uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Man. What'd you think? I think, I think it's a. Uh, it's epic. It's just it's so much it's so much stuff going on. I think it's a good movie. A lot going on. I think I enjoy it. Compare it to the I'm gonna compare it to the, the first Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. By the way, there might be spoiler alerts in there in here, so oh, yeah, yeah, you know, just you. whatever. Just you can just cut out the next ten minutes of your life <laughs> or just fast forward <laughs> until you hear Isaac come back. Um I think I like it a little bit better. I can see that. I can I see like that a little bit better. Yeah, it's um I think it did it did what the first one did well a little bit better, especially with the with the action. I think the action the action was a lot, you know, they they stepped the game up on it. Yeah, the action was like, wow. It was it was it was another notch. Like especially some of the, the some of the fight sequences where like Cap and Thor would team up. Like you you really get a sense now that they are a team now. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the first one you know, if you want to compare the two, and, and and I'm sure it's supposed to be that way intentionally, it felt like a bunch of people fighting at the same time. But in this one, you really get a sense of the whole team aspect. Like they know how of to it. work together now. Yeah, you really see how you know even like you know folks without powers like Black Widow and and, and Hawkeye. Yeah, know, how they work together and what really makes them effective. Yeah, like they, you know, I I think they 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 gave Hawkeye a major step up. Man, in this one. And that, that's what that's what I was saying on, on my way over here. I was like, dog, I wish they, cause Hawkeye is kind of funny. Yeah. In in the comics and in some of the animated stuff too. Yeah. So He doesn't take himself too seriously. And then that one line when he's talking to Scarlet Witch, I was yeah. like, I was I busted out laughing. Yeah. That felt like Hawkeye. I was like, I'm yeah. so glad that they did more about him. You get to see a little bit more about him yeah. in the movie. So, yeah, a couple surprises by him. I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. I was like, all right. Um, okay, but it but it actually... One, one thing that this movie did do 
I think a little bit better than the other one is that it, it humanizes them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to see some of their vulnerabilities. You got to peek at a couple of things that you didn't before, which I which I think is really good. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what more people are going to say about Ultron, though. I, I enjoyed Ultron. Um, James Spader is amazing. And it's weird how they actually... Even though Ultron looks nothing like him, when you look at Ultron, you see James Spader. Yeah, like, yeah, you do. Like, you, you can do. tell the face, whatever motion capture they did, like, captured everything about him. Yeah. Shit was on point. I, li- I liked it. I liked it. I thought I thought he may have been a little bit too... There was it, some some parts a little too jokey. Yeah, I agree. It, and it, I think that's Josh Whedon. Yeah, I mean, there, there are some parts where it was... It was a little too human. Yeah. But I know you can explain that away by just saying that that's a really good, you know, uh, a good artificial intelligence. Like, I, I will say that the the voice that I had in my mind from, you know, just from reading the book over yeah. the years was obviously a lot different than the tone that yeah. was presented in the movie. Yeah. You know, I, and, I, and I thought the, I thought the tone was actually going to be a little bit darker. Yeah. I think they did it did get kind of dark with you know Scarlet Witch kind of playing with everybody's mind. Yeah. I like that. I like they, he, she played with everybody. Um, but the overall movie I thought would have been a little bit darker because I. Yeah. I I'm a fan of uh, Winter Soldier. I think I, was, I think so far that's still probably the best movie. I was movie, about to, movie. I was about to say that. Um, yeah, uh, but I also understand that Avengers. Avengers can't necessarily take that same tone. Yeah, I, I think yeah. It, I think it has to be bigger and more grandiose and, yeah. and more you know more Showtime than Winter Soldier. I, I I I'm actually appreciating that now because it more or less it, it more or less gives each each you know franchise within the universe its own identity so yeah that's you know, very true captain america is more of you know the the political thriller type um iron man is more of the you know the closest thing to sci-fi i guess you yeah. know you know the technology and a lot flashier too yeah and thor gives you the whole fantasy aspect of it so i'm glad that they each have their own tone and then when you get to when you get to avengers it's more or less like a light show yeah where you have all that so I, I what I really what I really liked about it is that at you know at the end spoiler alert um, them kind of having a new lineup yeah 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 going that, forward yeah because by the time by the time the movie was winding down the the one thing that I that that started crossing my mind I was like all right I know that you know with with a lot of the other movies you know those movies kind of dictated some type of shift in the in the Marvel universe or whatever and I'm sitting there thinking like this one this one hasn't had that shift yet mm-hmm. like I, I don't I don't necessarily see which direction they're going because and I know when people are selling the movie they have to tell you what they have to tell you mm-hmm. to sell it so they're like well you know everything that happens after this depends on where everyone is at the end of this movie yeah so I'm thinking like oh shit okay so by the end of this movie wow Man, I, I just want to see what happens. Yeah. And when you get there, you're like, okay. But then at the very end, you know, you kind of get a glimpse of like, oh. So you mean this could be the Avengers next time around? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Interesting. 
I thought it was very interesting, yeah. um, especially with the stories that have to play out. You yeah. know, your, your civil war. Um, I was know. hoping to get a little bit more uh, of an edge into that. Uh, well, I, I guess in my mind, because they were really selling that whole, you know, it depends on where they are at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was thinking that you know maybe I would get something that kind of forced that direction a little yeah. bit, but they kind of hinted at it. You know, you got your little Wakanda action going on. That's you know, you know, you, you get to get your Ulysses claw. Yeah. You get to you know, you get to see boys get chopped up a little bit. Yeah, that was uh, so you get your little intro there. I kind of found out that I guess that's a nod. That's always been a nod to Star Wars, according to yes. Josh Whedon. Yes. Kevin mm-hmm. fighting with it. <clears throat> People losing limbs and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I think it was well done. I, I'm again. I, I'm. I'm curious to see what people say about it. Um, I did. Feel, I did get a sense in the beginning. It just kind of it started. I know they did that intentionally, <laughs> but like we were saying, it just kind of seems like Ultron. Is, he wasn't there, and then all of a sudden he's there. And all of a sudden he's there, and, and you just you just know what he is, and it's like okay, oh so oh so we're already we're already at this point now. All right. Yeah. And and uh, okay, so everything is in motion. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess what would be the point of them dragging that out? Because it, it they made it seem like they had been working on that, you know, AI. Yeah. Well beforehand, and it was just an idea. But then Tony's been Tony's really anxious to to make the idea happen. Yeah. So I'm cool with it now. Now I'm thinking myself through it. I yeah. Think I'm cool with it. I, you know, I, I had to wait until it was over to really, to really kind of process it and not, not pass judgment. And I made absolute sure that I didn't, you know, I didn't listen to other people's opinions of it. I, I, was, I like how they did the twins too. I do, I do, I do. Um, that was well I, I'm done. Curious to see what's that. You know, I, I like what they did with the vision. Yes. I like what they did with with the uh, with the vision. I, and uh, you know, I, I saw I saw some little nods to to the Vision and Scarlet Witch, you know, mm-hmm. situation going down in there. So we'll we'll see, we'll see if that develops in anything. Hopefully it does. Andrew, I mean, and it was the Hulk. What are they doing with him? I don't know, man. I was, you know, when, it, when spoiler alert, when he was in that Quinjet at the end, man, I was like. Please go into space. Please go into space. Yes. Please go into space. Please go into space. Man, that's what. That's the one thing I thought. I was like, man, are they gonna do? Are they gonna do it? They scared to do it, man. They don't want to do it. They scared because they. It's Ruffalo gonna... would get no screen time. <laughs> <laughs> they scared to do it, man. Hulk. But they need to do it. <laughs> they need to do it. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't do Planet Hulk, they need to do World War Hulk, which you yes. can't really do without Planet Hulk, but. At the very least, they if they try to do World War Hulk. I'm I'm still good. But. I think I think they need to do Planet Hulk, man. Give him at least a. I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can blend it together with something else, but at least have that be a part of another movie. Yeah. Somehow. I will say this. By the time Infinity War comes out, there's going to be a shit ton of people. In that movie, Infinity. There's gonna be a lot of people in Civil War, but like Infinity yeah. War, they gonna need everybody. I, and I'm still, you know, <laughs> calling the cavalry on that one. So they got what, like three years? 
yeah. for that. So they, they got a lot of building up to do, but... I'm interested to see how Ant-Man fits into... How he just fits into to the fold. See, I don't even think they're really going to make him like a main part of the story. I think I think within the Ant-Man movie, they're going to have nods to certain things. That, that's what I want to say. I want to see yeah. how they, they you know, uh, make it seem like that's mm-hmm. been happening... Wow, yeah. along with other things, because they've done that. They've done a really good job of that. Yeah, from the TV shows to the movies, like this has been happening while this was happening. So, um, but also, I'm also interested to see how, you know, how he, you know, how he becomes an Avenger or how he's in uh, as a part of the team. How if that they plays do it, if if they do it, yeah, if they do it. Oh, did you ever finish watching Daredevil? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That shit is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Daredevil is amazing. Yes. Like, I could watch it again, actually. I'm tempted to. Yeah. Cause I'm tempted to. Because I, 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 I originally wanted to watch it 13 episodes straight through. I was, if my sister wouldn't have gotten married that oh, weekend, shit. I was going to start Friday night and, and wrap it up sometime Saturday morning, like straight through. <laughs> but, you know. And one day I am going to go back and just just watch it, Man, just like they, that. They did a really good job. I mean, I can't. There's nothing. I don't. I don't know how they do it. Hands. Just, I mean, they they've been they've been writing the stories for seventy five years. Yeah, they got the stories. They just needed like the actors and the yeah and the, and the platform to do it. I guess all the source material is there. I mean, they throw hands in their double. Uh, it was it was beautiful. And again. At some point, all that shit's gonna fit into Infinity War too. Man, <laughs> it's going down, man. It's gonna be crowded. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be crowded. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Isaac it's okay to come back. Yes, Black Jesus, come back to us. All right, now <clears throat> one of your one of your your alter egos is Jedi Master. Yes. Um, Let it be known. So you're obviously a fan of. The Star Wars. Yes. So, you, damn, uh, were you sitting right outside the door or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just playing uh, oh. Marvel Champions outside, actually. Yeah, we just yeah. Tra- we transitioned. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to get into some to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, oh, shit, it's Star Wars time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No spoilers here, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, because... How, how, how you feeling? About Star Wars? Well, Man. so I'm going to have to give you my opinion based solely on my excitement about the movie without having seen any of the trailers. Because you know, you know I'm about that. You haven't sp- seen the trailers? I'm about that spoiler for you. Not even one. Not even one. See, I, I usually I watch the first that. one. I usually so, watch the first one just because I want to get a sense of what the quality is going to look like. Yeah. You know, I just like I just want to get a sense of the like just the, the cinematic visualness sure. of it. Sure. But for- after that, I shut it down. For me, I only watch a movie trailer if I don't know if I'm going to see it. Mm. If I already know I'm going to see yeah, a movie, that, I, I that's a good that. point. Then, you know, like the, why, why, you why, why see scenes from a movie? I'm I think I'm see. done because they did a teaser and they did like, I guess like more of a trailer. Yeah. Right. But I, I have a feeling there's probably going to be an even longer trailer. Oh, I know. Like, there's going to be up until, <clears throat> like what a is really it, big we have trailer? another year and a half until this movie? No, no, it comes out in December. December. Oh, it's December this year. That's right. Because yeah. I was thinking la- last year, 2014, I was like, yeah. oh, it's so far away. Man. But yeah, it is. I'm just, the quality of what I've seen yeah. 
That's and the director and his pedigree and what he can do. That's dog. I'm about to have a freaking they orgasm might. when that shit come out, bro. They might. They might. Get I'm, it I'm, this a, year. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna lose. Like, I'm a. I'm a nerd boy for real, but Star Wars is the ultimate for me. Yeah. So if that shit is even just pretty good. I'm going to be hype beasting that shit all over the internet. <laughs> I have a feeling, it just has to be pretty good. I have a feeling it's going to be more than pretty good. I think it's yeah. going to be awesome. I, I, I think it may be, like, it's, as far as, like, you know, like, action, drama, superhero, yes. space, fantasy type shit. I, I think it, it, it has the potential to be the one this year. I think it's going to shut everything down. Yeah. I think it'll, it'll even I think it'll even shut down Avengers. Yeah. And, it, and that's kind of nice. <coughs> Yeah, well, I don't want to talk too much about Avengers, but... Yeah, yeah, no, I mean... Avengers, great. The Star Wars thing, man... It's a whole nother level. It's, it's going to yeah. be another level, bro. Yeah. It's Because it's... it ha- They have a chance of redeeming themselves <laughs> from the damn prequels. Yes. Right. And it already looks better than the prequels. Yes. Well, it has to. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, it looks like... Okay, yes. The only prequel I really got up for was, was episode three. Yeah. And by that time, I was like, when is he going to be in the motherfucking suit? Yeah. When is he going to put the suit on? When is he fight Obi-Wan? That's all I want to see. Yeah, it's, it's coming, man. I, I think it's going to uh, I think it's gonna be phenomenal. Uh, actually, man, shit, just this month alone, I still need to see Ex Machina. Ooh. I still need to see oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, you that looks good. need to see Ex you Machina. You seen it? I have seen it. Okay. I saw yeah. it um, before I came out. And here. all I've seen from that is like... 10 seconds of a teaser trailer. I haven't seen anything else. It is. I don't understand it, so I want to see it. I just see, I, I don't know I don't know anything about it. I, I gotta see it. I seen the trailer, I was like, this looks cool. Yeah. It's, um, it's about artificial intelligence. Alright, that's all I need to know. That's all you need to yeah. know? Alright, cool. I'm there. Um, I'm also excited about Mad Max. Man. Dude, the trailer they showed before the movie today? Yes. That was one of the Best made trailers I've ever seen. Like they don't need it. They don't even need to make another trailer. Like, like that could have been the movie. The tra- and I was like, shit. <laughs> Sorry. What? I got caught up in a boss fight and I just won. Damn son. I'm really excited about it. Who you, who you working with? I just beat uh, what's his name? Not not Ultron. The dude. The dude with the uh, not Thanos. It was uh, Kang. Kang, Kang, oh, Kang, Kang the Conqueror? I just, I just beat Kang the Conqueror and Marvel Champions. I've been who? A, uh, Gamora. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Gamora, I got a, I got a three-star Gamora. The most dangerous yo, woman in the universe. Yo, you got to get up on this Marvel Champions. I can't. Why? I have this thing with uh, with video games. What is it? I, I used to be very addicted to them. Okay. Very addicted to him. So you're like an alcoholic now. I'm point. absolutely you, like you one. I'm, a, I'm like a whiff. I'm like a meth head. I'm, I'm that dude that whenever whenever Grand Theft Auto would come out, yeah, I would not communicate with the rest of the human race until I beat that bitch. Okay. Oh, shit. And I, I would just I would just shut everything down for I'm it. I'm kind of the same way. Like video games, I get I get obsessive with it and I play it until I beat it. Yeah. And that's why I don't own any more game systems anymore. Spent too much time. What's really cool about Marvel Champions is that you can't play it all the time. Like you literally can't. Nah. But that almost makes it worse. But I get so many damn updates and they're telling me, hey, a new Iron Man suit is available. I'm like, shit. 
Well, I mean, you can't you can't play it in, in the way that the game is set up. You have to use so you're playing on the regular story mode or whatever, and you use energy right to navigate through this map and fight different enemies. And once you're out of energy, you're just out of energy. You, you have to, need to wait. like not play for. You a have while. to not play for a while, which is good for me. But that, I can, at most, but at that's the shit that makes you want to play more. But you 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 go back. Don't get me wrong. You're gonna go back. But you can't play all day, even if you wanted to. You can only play maybe hour, maybe hour and a half at a time. Yeah, that's what I kind of like about it. It, yeah. it keeps me coming back. Like I'll play right. a little bit, leave it'll, it alone. It'll keep but, you coming back, but at the same time, you can't binge on it and it'd be like, God damn, I've been playing this shit for eight hours. You can't. Shit. You can't. I, I got too much work to do. I got videos to finish up. <laughs> yeah, man. Ready for Mad Max? There was something else coming out this month. certain things I didn't like about it when I saw it initially, but mm-hmm. when I actually like bought it and sat with it and watched it, that's a that's a good movie. I liked it. I, I mean, you know, I, the only thing that just that kind of threw me off was just like the destruction porn. I was just like, God damn! I was I was into that shit. But, but <laughs> they but, destroyed Metropolis. But that's <laughs> what would happen. Yeah, that's the right, wild part. Right. When when two superior beings are fighting, it's just like it's like us walking over ants. We don't give a fuck about ants right. when we no. walk over. Same shit. Yeah. So they are going to fuck some kinda, shit up. In that way, it was realistic. Yeah. Right. Um, it was. It was. It was like, yeah. If if Superman fought there. somebody from his planet that yeah, had superpowers as well right. on Earth, shit would get destroyed. Yep. Like it would get fucked up so pretty I, easily. I actually, I actually cut for it. I, I don't. I don't. I just think that I just think DC is in such a rush to build their universe in one movie, like. I really want it to be Batman versus Superman, and that's it. They have yeah. Wonder Woman's gonna be in the shit. Aquaman's gonna show up. Uh, what's 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 the, what's the other guy's name? Uh, the uh, the robot guy. Cyborg is supposed to be in it. But you know what? I, 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 this is my prediction on that shit. Like what the fuck? I have a feeling that they're going to be in there, but. It's not going to be like major shit for them. Yeah, I, I think the bulk of the movie is going to be Batman and Superman, but and then and, and the then title. and I then like in the last five minutes, she gonna see Wonder Woman pop up looking skinny. And I, yeah, I just don't like I just don't like the introduction of multiple characters in one movie. I would prefer to be surprised. Yeah, I would prefer I would prefer to go see Batman and Superman, and then not and even then know like. And not even know that these motherfuckers in it. But we you, know all know, you know what's funny? And another thing I... Well, go ahead. I, I would have been surprised if y'all hadn't told me that shit. <laughs> Come on, man. My bad, man. You can't, you can't no, 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 it's cool. out the loop, man. I honestly did not know that they were going to... But, something. I mean, that isn't ruining for me, but I yeah. did not know I read that. a credible source online. It's talking about uh, uh, Jared Leto is recording scenes 
that's going to be as a play as like as almost like a playback to Robin getting killed. I thought that was cool. Yeah. You know, because that's why Batman hangs up the cave. Is like, I don't want to fight crime yeah. anymore. So when I read that, I was like, that makes sense because that's tied to Batman. Right. But when you have all that going on in the same movie and then we're going to get a glimpse of Aquaman and Wonder Woman, I don't know. I just think they're kind of like, they're trying to play catch up with Marvel. Yeah. They really just need to do their own thing. Now, here's a, and I'm going to play devil's advocate with that. The one thing that DC does have in their favor is they have, I, I believe they have more iconic characters. Yeah. So I, I think they have the ability to just throw some people in the mix if done properly and people just already understand who they are. It's cool, yeah. You know, I think most casual moviegoers don't know some of the secondary characters in Avengers. They don't know them. But everybody knows who Wonder Woman and Aquaman are. Yeah. And, you know, they'll, they'll know a lot of the other folks, even if they just... If they just threw the Joker in this movie, I don't know if they are or not. If they just threw him in this movie, people he's, people would know who the Joker is. Yeah, he's. Gonna, I mean, from what I read, and it makes sense. I mean, he's going to be there as a flashback, like a Bruce Wayne flashback, like he's yeah. envisioning, uh, you know, losing Robin or whatever. And that that part of it is cool. I remember reading that comic book. You know, he beat Robin with a crowbar. Yeah. Um, so that would be cool to see in the confines of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, a play off the Dark Knight, the Frank Miller Dark Knight. And, and, and here's the other thing about DC. In, in recent years, besides besides Green Lantern, <laughs> they they haven't they haven't steered me too wrong. Like I I, I fucked with the Batman trilogy. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like. And, I like Man of Steel. So I would say those those four movies, based on those four movies, which is kind of the direction that they're taking, based on those four movies, I, I'm going to give them a little bit more of a chance than a lot of people are giving them right now. You know, I'm not, you know, everything from the Brandon Ruth Superman all the way back. I watched the fuck out of Wow. Kevin Spacey actually made a really good left. Lex Luthor. Yeah. The movie wasn't that great, but it was not. That it, movie, it was set that up. That movie sucked. It was set up not, like I was just like, yeah, I had high hopes. Brandon Ruth, good Superman. Kevin Spacey, good Lex that Luthor. That movie sucks, man. It was not. It was that's a, bad. That's a bad movie, man. I can't watch. Like I, I watch it just to like reaffirm how bad it was. <laughs> like yeah, it's still. It's so, 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 so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about Batman Superman. I, I think it's going to look good. If it's in the same vein of the Batman trilogy and Man of Steel, I don't think that I'll be too disappointed. But, it, you know, you, you, the one thing about DC, though, the one thing about them is when they cast people for this shit, you, sometimes you're just like, what? For example, when, when Marvel cast Iron Man, when they cast Robert Downey Jr., everybody was like, oh, damn. Damn, that's perfect. It's yes. perfect. As that fun. is perfect. Couldn't have been better. You know, and they knew it was gonna work. Right. When they cast Chris Evans as Captain America, I personally was like, "Ooh, really?" But they made it work. Though. But it works. It, it worked really well. They Everyone, do. A, they do a great job of casting. They do an excellent job of casting. When these hoes said Ben Affleck would be Batman, yeah, and they wanted. I, I I hardly even go to Twitter now. I was on Twitter, and the first thing I typed was no. <laughs> What's funny about that 
uh, he went on. I think Ben Affleck went on. He might have gone on Jimmy Kimmel. He went on one of those shows. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing and that. Like, uh, you know, you have to. You know, first of all, congratulations on the part. But you know, I'm just gonna have to kind of break down what it's like for you. He was like, "Well, I already know what it's like." My agent took me to Twitter. <laughs> and he was like, this is the kind of shit you have to be prepared for. The first tweet I saw was just someone going, no! <laughs> I don't know if it was me. I'm pretty sure it was like a thousand other people. So, so check this out. Yep. Like, let's, let's go back in time. Uh-oh. Let's review the history of the Batman. <laughs> mm. Starting at the very beginning, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Keaton. Would you have chosen Michael Keaton to be Batman? I think, I think Michael Keaton was the best... Um, I actually think he was the best Batman. I think Christian Bale was the best Bruce Wayne. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, I like that. Okay. At, at the time that Michael Keaton was I'm selected, not, I'm not saying that he did a good or a bad job. I'm just saying, would you have thought like, like if you I mean, for was, that time? I at, think for he, that time, I I thought he was. He was a good cast. I thought he was. I thought it was cast well at the okay. time because. Also, the nature of Batman was a lot different. It was a little bit... The funny part is, as far as live-action Batman go, the only thing we had before that was Adam West, where this right, shit was right. real slapsticky. <laughs> so, so, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton <laughs> actually seemed like a more serious Batman at the time. Yeah. So, at the time, I was even like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then Jack Nicholson's Joker was actually... Kind of creepy at the time. Joker, yeah. It was kind of creepy. So for that time, I was like, damn, that's actually... It was a good casting. Caswell. And Michael Keaton was at yeah, the top of his going, game. I need to get that on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Michael Keaton was at the top of the game. Yeah, he was. You know, he used Batman to get Returns that, went hard. He used to get that multiplicity money. Oh, shit. Vicky Vale. <laughs> <laughs> multiplicity money. <laughs> you know? I love multiplicity, by the way. I do, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, you know... Jack Nicholson was at he was at the top of his game, so Shining that was that was like a win they, for them. But in hindsight, they were short sighted by killing the Joker. Yeah, it was just like they. It, it's kind of funny how like generational wise, like they didn't they saw it as like Prepare we're going to make a big blockbuster, right? We're Not gonna like make, yeah. we're going to make, make a franchise. Five, yeah, we're going to yeah. make five Batman movies. Yeah, like yeah. if they if they done went into it like that, you know, sign Keaton up, sign Nicholson. Even I kind of I like Back, Batman Returns. I love Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that, it just, it just gets real silly. <laughs> Val Kilmer, George Clooney. That's what that's, that's, that's what my point Batman is. Like forever. in the history in the history of the Batman, the only two I can I can compare is Keaton and Bale. Yeah. And I don't. Like, and I think Bale's, Bale, I think Bale's, Bale's voice been, I still. Think Bale was just funny. Swear to me. Like I. <laughs> I think Warner. <laughs> yeah, we should walk up in the bar with the bell boy. These two fuckers now. Yeah, I think Bell benefited from having a fucking mastermind director. I mean, yeah. Nolan. Oh was, yeah. Oh Nolan yeah. is a G. Yeah. Oh, he 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 slayed it. Yeah, that was it just, is. I mean, that's it. just a cold trailer. I mean, I, I, that's that's my favorite. That and like the first two, you know, Batman, Batman Returns. I, I yeah. fucked with that. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about Gilmore did it. But Ben, yeah. ben Affleck, I think I, I'm still I'm slightly optimistic. I think he can play if they're really going for this for Frank Miller. 
I think they can. Pl- I think they really can bring out a old, seasoned. I've been kicking ass. Who the fuck is this guy yeah. flying yeah. around? I think they can really bring that out of him. You know, yeah. um, and he can kind of redeem himself because Dare- a Daredevil movie was. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. It never but I don't think that was Ben Affleck's fault. It never happened. It wasn't his fault, but he it was no, his fault. He was in it. He was in it. He was in it. But I think he stuck to... I think he stuck really... Because I've seen Ben Affleck act well. Right? We've, y'all have seen good bad Ben Affleck movies, right? I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not... I'm not I, he's good boiler room. <laughs> you know, I liken Ben Affleck to... To... Uh, to how some of the some of the, some of these run of the mill white boys always keep a quarterback job in the NFL. That's Ben Affleck to me. Like he's always <laughs> he's not that good to me as an actor, but for namesake, he'll be in some big films. Right. Yeah. And I didn't you'll say be like okay, he can always keep a job. I like, didn't say Ben Cody Affleck Carlson. was a like, good he's, actor. He's, I said y'all have seen good Ben Affleck movies. Yeah. Like, movies that he's, he's been good he's in. He's been all right. Yeah, Gone, uh, Gone I like Girl the town. The town was good. Yeah, Gone Girl was pretty. Everybody you know, has Gone, at least yeah. one Gone or Gr- two. Gone Girl is one of the most frustrating movies. Ben Affleck to watch. movies yeah. that they liked. Bitches is crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. That that movie just. I was like, yo, did you a white girl? <laughs> In terms of comic book movies, though, you know what I'm really excited about? Yeah. Deadpool. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about that, especially since it's R, it's rated R. Deadpool, My curiosity is peaked for that. Deadpool yeah. I don't know is going to be good, but I definitely want to see. Deadpool it. has been one of my favorite heroes for a minute. Like just because he is, he talks shit. He's the most unpredictable. True. Of yeah. all heroes. He's, he's very unpredictable. He's very unpredictable. Schizophrenic. You know, schizophrenic doesn't live by any. You know, everybody's like, oh, this is, you know, you can't, I don't kill people. Ah, fuck. Why Dead? do you Christian Bale? Yes. <laughs> right, right. I don't kill people. I don't kill people. <laughs> I live by a code. I ordered that pizza two hours ago. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, Deadpool doesn't give a fuck. He's technically a villain. He's technically Which a villain. He's, he is the one of the anti-hero. definitive anti-heroes. Yeah. And that's, I can't wait for that shit. Yeah. I'm curious. You know, I, I just... I need Ryan Reynolds to shut the fuck up about it, because you know his last album was The Chronic. His last, <laughs> his last album was Green Lantern. So you know, I, don't don't come at me like, oh, you know, we're we're doing this the way we've the been fans want it, son. No, 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 we I, we ain't forget, bro. I, I didn't forget Wolverine Origins. So again, movies. Again, <laughs> I think, and Ryan Reynolds isn't a bad. He's not a great actor, but he's not a bad actor. I think he's, I, he's, he's actor. good in certain roles. Right, yeah. exactly. He I has think to have the right role. Green Lantern wasn't his fault. I think the the shitty comic book movies that we've seen thus far have not been a result of necessarily bad casting. I agree. They've just been terrible The scripts. last Spider-Man movie. Oh, terrible movie. Terrible movie. Uh, Good casting. Of, I'm one of those people that actually likes Andrew Garfield Good in that casting. Role, yeah, yeah. But terrible movie. Yeah. That movie, man. Jamie Foxx was bad casting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. There was, was no just, way around it just that. Got, Jamie Foxx shouldn't have been in that movie. It went to the old Spider-Man. Yeah. The first Amazing Spider-Man with, Lit- with Lizard, I I dug that. I was like, okay, yeah. this this is good. Yeah. I, and I even said the only thing wrong with this movie is that it came out 
right after Avengers did. Yeah. I think it came out a couple weeks after Avengers. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah was like, I was like, it was in the same month. I was like, that's the only thing wrong with this yeah, movie is that it came out right after Avengers. But like they would have waited a month or two. But they would have done it before. Yeah. I was like, shit. That yeah. second one, though. Garbage. Hot garbage. I watched it on bootleg, and I was like, oh, yeah. Man, this fool here is... Writing our love you messages on the bridge and shit. No. Come on, yeah. You going hard for this bitch. We ain't even met Mary Jane. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Come on, man. You probably kill yourself over Mary if you're going hard for Gwen. Man. I was like, man, I can't do it. It was too much love in that movie, man. It was just It was just too much, man. Yeah. And it they had and then it was like it was Harry and then all of a sudden he was a green guy. It was like what? transformation happened in like thirty seconds. Yo. You know what I mean? What else I'm really excited about? Mm-hmm. Y'all ever read Nemesis? No. Ooh. So Nemesis. By Mark Millar. Yeah. Yes, I have read it. Yeah. They're turning that into a movie. It's been it's been a project that's been. Well, he he writes all of his books to be made into movies. Yeah. So they're also gonna do one for Superior as well. Yeah. Nemesis in particular. So check this out. We've got all these superhero movies. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw a supervillain movie? I'm glad you asked that. They're just bad villain movies? Yeah, just a villain, a supervillain movie. Weren't they supposed to do like a Magneto solo joint? But Magneto, Magneto is, is a hero or villain depending on... Yeah. Uh, what point in the comic books you're looking at and who you ask? Nemesis, Nemesis, Nemesis might play. It might play close to that. It might. But here's the other thing about Mark Millar's movies as well. Yeah. They don't always follow the way it follows in the book. True. That's that's kind of the tricky part. But the whole premise of Nemesis, I think, is kind of dope. Yeah. Especially if you want to see something that's told kind of from a villain's perspective. Right. So Nemesis, for those of you who don't know. I think the tagline for Nemesis was what if Bruce Wayne had become the Joker? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So kid, billion dollar, you know, billionaire family, all all the wealth and resources in the world, rather than using his money and resources for good, he becomes a villain. The greatest supervillain. The greatest supervillain. I've ever read in a comic book. Not, you know what I mean. A lot of a lot of villains are like, oh, I've got this plan, and when you see it, it's gonna, uh, the you know, like the the I've got your girlfriend tied up to the train track, and in an hour, the yeah. train's gonna run over her. You've only got an hour to stop her, stop this no, from happening. This dude just walk up and cut the bitch's head yeah. off with yes. no explanation. He's like, I, keep it moving. Yes. Oh shit. The coldest villain I've yeah. ever read in any comic. It was a series of just absolute no fucks given. No fucks yeah. given. But there's a big twist to it. Yeah, there is. So. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta, and it's it's what six issues. It's, it's a, it was a real it's, short it's run. Between four and six issues. I mean, I'll tell you the twist if you don't care. What's the twist? The twist is. Basically, it, it's there was more than one of them. So there, there's basically like this this group of super wealthy guys who are in this club where you can pay to be a super villain. Because the thing was, he would die, and they're like, shit, how does he keep popping back up? Well, the whole thing is, you basically like, man, I, I, I got, I'm a, I'm a squillionaire. <laughs> I got unlimited money, and the only thing that gives me a thrill now is being a villain. 
So I'm just gonna go balls to the wall, and if I die, that's just part of the club. Wow. And then the next dude who paid his fees can step in and do the up. same shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it was awesome. There's a sequel for Secret Service. Just got greenlit. I saw that. Mm. That, that, was a good movie. that was a good movie. Suicide Squad. Curious to see. Curious to see. I want to see. I want to see how how they how they do it. Yeah. Curious to see. Leto is the Joker. There's a huge backlash about his tattoos. People just back. People backlash everything, everything, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. Just, the tattoos? Well, the tattoos aren't 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 final. I think that that was some some promotional shit. Yeah. Uh, but people were pissed. We were like, what? I just hope that, kind of hot I topic. Have, I think Ben Affleck is shooting scenes for that too. He's gonna be. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, my problem was like, how are you just having these villain movies and not having at least having a hero be some sort there. of a catalyst for what's going on or um, or at least referenced. Right. Well, I think know? this. I think the Suicide Suicide Squad works because. Of the nature of the story, they they have to be good. They have to be heroes, right? Or they die. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's an interesting dynamic where yeah. you have a group of villains who have to do good shit. Obviously, it's it's probably going to be, you know, a borderline comedy. Right? Yeah. But I, I think it's it's an interesting dynamic that hasn't been done in comic book movies. No. So it it should be interesting. It certainly is better than. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they were gonna to try to do with Sinister Six. <laughs> All Oscorp made. That shit. That would have been catastrophic. Did y'all like Watchmen? I did. I did. I did. I mean, obviously not as good as the book, but I liked it. I, I was glad to finally see it come to the screen. Yeah. I put it to you that way. I, I was glad to see it there. But it's weird because it's one of those movies that I haven't gone back and watched again. No? But I, yeah, remember, I saw it. I saw it in the I saw it in the theaters, I the theaters it. and I saw it when I got it on DVD. I bought it and I watched it a couple of times. Like I'd wait, you know, like a year and I'd go back yeah. and pop it pop it into the uh, well, you know, I was collecting that home theater shit for a minute and like it was like, I wonder what Watchmen looks like on a hundred and ten yeah. <laughs> I don't. Oh man, I miss that shit. Project your shit on the wall. Oh shit. man, I miss having a big ass TV. Well, you're fucking now. small ass New York apartments, man. <laughs> but yeah, I watched Watchmen a couple of times, and I I did really. I feel like the the subsequent watches after the first were yeah still like still good still good yeah. still good. And I, even maybe more so than the first time that I watched it. Yeah. I was never a Watchmen. I never read Watchmen as a graphic novel so the movie was really my first exposure to it and I was into it because heroes that I'd never seen before and they were all flawed like, yeah super flawed that was that, that, that part of it was like, cool yeah. it was a different type of comedy. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that was you know the book itself obviously was it was historical because it was one of it was probably the first comic book that actually took these flawed characters and 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 the story was built around their flaws and not just them being a super heroic team yeah, all the time, yeah. but they were all deeply, deeply, deeply flawed yeah. and human. All right, I think it's time for another break. All right. And then uh, after that, I think we'll come back and we'll, we'll, we'll start to wrap it up. All right. Yes, sir. All right. We done touched on racism, comic books, 
I mean, that's basically what life is about. Racism, <laughs> sports, comics. Comic books. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Star Wars. Man, Liquor. Force be with you. Yeah, that's, that's all the basic food groups, man. Mm. Uh-oh. So, today when I was on the plane out here... Humble brag. Yeah, humble brag. When I was on my, uh, you know, flight from the, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. When when the waitress came by with my champagne, I was thinking to myself. (laughs) Nah, but really, what happened was I was on this plane, this cramped ass plane next to this super tall white dude, and I was watching uh, Jordan. I always struggle to say this guy's name, Yurowski's, Yurowski. The, the director, Yurdorowski's uh, Dune. Dune. You, ever, you ever heard of this dude, Yurdorowski? What what is he directed? He El Topo, Holy Mountain. Uh, those are all I can think of right now. Mm-mm. So El Topo and Holy Mountain are these cult films that came out, um, and they are. Actually, you know what? Uh, Slop, Slop posted one of them on uh, Facebook. Shout out to Slop Funk Dust. Yes. Shout out to Slop. Go get that tape. He's get it. He's scared of this podcast. Rappers, I know. You know what? He posted this thing, and he actually was trying to get some people to go to this screening of El Topo. I watched a trailer for this shit. I'd never seen the trailer before. Weirdest thing that I've ever seen. It was just the trailer. Uh, it was about a cowboy, and there were children dying, and there was this blood and weirdness. It's kind of surrealist. I don't really know what the plot of the movie is. Really weird trailer. Go watch it. But anyway, this guy has made some really weird movies um, throughout his time, and he took on... Dune, the book, right? And he was going to make this Dune movie, and it was going to be the most ambitious sci-fi movie of all time. And this was back in... This was back in the 60s or 70s, before Alien had come out. Mm. Right? So, Yurowski came up with this idea to, to turn Dune into a movie before Dune so David Lynch ended up making Dune but before that Yudorowski was the one who was pushing for this book to be made a movie right and he had this crazy psychedelic vision of what he wanted this movie to be he brought on H.R. Geiger who later went on to create the alien from Alien Uh, he brought on all, all of these legendary artists and concept artists uh, you know, from the from the sci-fi realm, who later went on to do other things. Basically, Dune didn't get made, but Hollywood took Yudorovsky's team and used them to make a whole bunch of shit. And Yudorovsky had made, had done everything. He'd spent years uh, putting together this film, only for Hollywood to be like, "Yeah, I don't know if we can do it," and it ended up falling apart at the last minute. He had the script written, he had the storyboards written, he had all the actors. This movie was going to star Mick Jagger. It was going to have Orson Welles. What the hell? It was going to have Pink Floyd on the soundtrack. It was Yeah, all kinds of shit. He had assembled this massive crew and gotten everybody to... Salvador Dali was going to be in this movie. 
Salvador Dali told this dude he wanted a hundred thousand dollars a minute. <laughs> Literally for his screen time, they were gonna give Salvador Dali a hundred thousand dollars for every minute that he appeared on screen. Like this was gonna be such a huge movie, and and this was gonna. I think the budget was something like fifteen million dollars. It sounds like some Kanye shit. Yeah, it was gonna be. It was gonna be awesome, but it ended up not having happening. And and sounds like the Donda Foundation or whatever. It's gonna be great, creative. (laughs) You just get a bunch of simple shit. A bunch of architects, doctors, (laughs) (laughs) designers. (laughs) Highly recommend checking out this documentary because what happened was even though this movie never happened, uh, Yudorovsky ended up putting together this massive book of all of his sketches, his storyboards and everything, and sending them out to all of these studios throughout Hollywood. And even though Hollywood said no and didn't use his movies... They They took all his ideas. They took all of his ideas and his... Like his fingerprints are all over his all of these sci-fi movies. Yeah, I was like, why would you? Yeah, you got to you got to send me the link to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on my computer actually. I I could send you the link where you could purchase that. Yeah, because bootlegging yeah. movies is wrong. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's immoral. Uh, but yeah, you're I fucking don't know how to say this guy's name. Yurdorovsky. Jordan Somebody's gonna crack. Somebody's gonna know you talking about. No, nobody's gonna correct shit because I don't. I don't do comments. (laughs) I don't have a comment section on anything I do. I don't want your feedback. Uh, Unless you know how to pronounce his name, I'd really, I'd really like to learn how to. Yeah, killed the vodka. Yeah. Uh, Apologies, Mr. Remix. Your your vodka is gone. I'll Uh, text him that right now. Let the, let I'm gonna text him. I'm gonna text him a picture of me holding these empty vodka bottles and be like, Ah, what, bitch? <laughs> I drink all your vodka. Well, hold uh, for no. a moment. Uh, Damien no. and I are about to take this. Hold on, hold on, man. Oh, this is this is embarrassing. This is gonna be great. That's an album cover right there. Mixtape release. The Black Jesus mixtape. Black Jesus. No more vodka. Got him. Yeah. Got him. Uh. Turn vodka to air. <laughs> like Jesus, like let it be so. <laughs> anyway, man, you guys got anything y'all y'all want to say? Uh, shout out to Obama, man, for for stepping up and 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 speaking on this Baltimore thing in in a really heartfelt manner. I feel like he couldn't really say what he wanted to say. But he was as he, pol- he should have had his anger, his uh, anger. Anger, tra- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He Luther, anger he, Luther should have popped out. He already used that card up though earlier right. in the week. Yeah, you know what? Though? Shit would have been real. I'm curious to see what Obezi does like a year and a half from now when he's out there, bitch. When he's out of there, he might oh, he might talk some shit. Like man. the first word out is about to be, man. These niggas, yeah. <laughs> they got me all kinds of fucked up, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Third term though, if we could make that happen, that would be great. Uh, hey, Putin did it. But yeah. <laughs> if 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 Obama somehow managed to create a third term, we would see we would see thugs we would see thugs rioting in the streets of like Camden, and, Connecticut. Yeah, like. Boston would probably go up in fucking flames. Boston would fall first. There would be riots, and then we would be over here like, we don't understand why you're angry. Why are you so upset? Why are you destroying your own really nice neighborhood? <laughs> Look at 
Look, they're riding in the Whole Foods. <laughs> they burned down a Whole Foods. <laughs> the Starbucks. They're all out of kale. <laughs> right. They looted all the kale. <laughs> You left us with nothing but Swiss chard. <laughs> you heathens. Only poor people eat Swiss chard. I don't even know what Swiss chard is. Yeah, it's it's a vegetable. Yeah, that's probably what I don't it's know. It sounds fancy. It's a very It does. It's Swiss chard. It's very nutrient. It's not even a regular chard. It's, it's chard dense. from Switzerland. It's actually good for you. It's like the second most dense, nu- nutritionally dense. Are vegetable. you still vegan right now? Are you vegan right now? Uh, yeah, we're start, we're we're 30 days. Uh, yeah, we're going to the calendar. Uh, today is today is the last day of my thirty day uh, vegan challenge. Oh, Damien's snap. last day is a wuss, is what the calendar says. Yeah, yeah. And so today is technically it. my last day. So you talking well, about this French? You made it. So <laughs> how, how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel? Considering that I fell off about two weeks ago, uh, <laughs> I knew it wasn't gonna last. Yeah. All right, see, okay, this this how, will be. How did it feel when you were this? This will be doing. my last. This would be the last statement, because I, I haven't I haven't properly addressed the whole vegan thing, and I, I have to be serious for a moment. That shit sucks. <laughs> Mainly because now here's here's what really, and I didn't tell anybody this. The entire first week that I was on it, I was sick. I actually had like a viral infection, so I was just like out of it. Damn. Wait, this was not related. To not related to veganism. Okay, I, I <laughs> actually like, contracted like, like a viral, like a, a respiratory oh. infection. I was like, damn. Bro. So Dude, I was vegetables gave you a respiratory infection no. though. I, I I could blame it on <laughs> I don't know, smoking them trees. But <laughs> but the the problem is, I still like that whole first, really first couple of weeks. The first week I was sick, and I was still like, I'm still gonna do. Vegan, and I was I was hurting, man. I was hurting, and but I was actually I was actually on it. The second week, I felt you know I I I was I was pretty much over it. Still on the vegan kick, and it was. It's one of those things that, in order to succeed on it, you really have you you have to change, your lifestyle to accommodate it. I I don't care what they say. Yeah. If you you know I'm I'm always on the go, so for me, I have to eat. I, I I'm accustomed to eating food that's convenient for me to get. Yeah. When you're a vegan, you don't really have the luxury. Ain't shit convenient. Yeah, you don't really have the luxury of getting shit. You know, I mean, I you can find something anywhere, but try right. finding some vegan food after 10 p.m. Later. She. So the problem is. I would have because I'm always on the go. I would have to get myself accustomed to taking food with me everywhere I go, yeah. which I wasn't prepared for that in the beginning. Like yes. I was, I mentally prepared myself for I'm going to prepare my food at home, and then you know take it from there. Not really realizing like I have to take shit that I have to graze on all day basically. Mm, right. So the second week was really tough because I just I could never get into a routine. Mm. Where I could eat the shit and feel like I could be functional. Like I was used to, you know, I, hungry all the time. Yeah, just hungry all the time. Didn't want to go to the gym huh? and all this shit. I peed outside. I'll show you where it is. Okay. <laughs> but and this will be my last word. Uh, but yeah, uh, by the time my sister's uh, wedding came around, 
and my family from Louisiana came into town and they that cooked was, everything. That was the break. It was a wrap. Mm, I can tell. That's probably it. Probably had they didn't they didn't care about what she was going through. It. They were like, we're there, I didn't care what I was going through. Yeah, that, there, are no gonna, 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 gonna there are no vegans. There are no vegans in Louisiana. And if you hear, you gonna eat it. Nah, yeah. there are nah. no vegans. I didn't, there's no vegan guaranteed. plates. I didn't care what I was going through, and it went down, and I didn't look back from that. But I will say that one thing, one positive thing that's come out of it is, since then I have made more. I've been more cognizant of the food choices that I make. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't just reach for shit blindly. Well, that's now. a good thing. Yeah. So I, I eat more reasonably than I do. It's just that being a vegan, it, it, it takes a complete lifestyle adjustment that I'm not prepared for yet. Yeah. And I failed. <laughs> so. But slop, fuck slop. I lasted more than six days, bitch. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. And I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Anyway. I'm still strong. <laughs> Anyway, so this brings uh, this episode of the uh, the Trill Manor podcast to a close. And uh, signing uh-huh. off, this is Damien. The dreaded photo is out this bitch. HB, I'm out, man. All right, and uh, maybe we'll get remix back one day. We might have to wheel him in. Hey, we're going to get you some more premium we're, vodka. We're going to get you a <laughs> robotic a spine. <laughs> And some <laughs> some more uh, oh, Stolichnanya. I was about to make a really, really bad joke. Spinal. It's too soon. Spinal. It's too soon. Remix walk around about I broke my back. Spinal. Spinal. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Tyson. Anyway, we out this bitch. Southside. Peace. Always.